Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Right now on FFT and 5, Dave's updated running back rankings. Here we go. What's up, Dave Richard? Let's talk about uh, your running back rankings. I uh, hope you can hear sure, me. Let's I, do it. Okay, yeah, uh, making some funny gestures over there. All right, what'd you do with Brees Hall? Obviously, that's the, the big story here, and we get a report. Uh, just speculation from the Athletics' Connor Hughes that Michael Carter and Brees Hall will be a one-two punch. What does that mean for Brees Hall? Where is he in the rankings? We talked about this on Monday's FFT. He's going to be top 20 for me. I look at him as an immediate number two fantasy running back. I think he's worth putting that type of uh, expectation on. I still like running backs like Jacobs, James Conner, still Antonio Gibson, and still Saquon Barkley, at least for now, ahead of him. But one guy moved him ahead of that, even surprised me, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to stick with it, is Cam Akers. We just don't know how healthy Cam Akers is, and the Rams selecting Kyron Williams tells me that they're interested in moving in a different direction. If Kyron Williams proves to be decent enough to play on passing downs, that's going to hurt Cam Akers. Brees Hall can play on passing downs. I'm sure he will for the Jets. Hopefully he does fine enough. I am okay with Brees Hall as a late third-round pick in PPR and as a top-20 running back in fantasy redraft. And you did mention Antonio Gibson. So what did you do with Gibson as they drafted Brian Robinson? I'm getting nervous, man. And I think Robinson, it's not that Robinson is this great talent, but he's a physical running back who could mix in. And I wonder if between them keeping J.D. McKissick and drafting Robinson, they feel like they have enough to go. I'm going to say three-headed monster, but it's going to be to different degrees. Gibson will still be their main running back, but maybe they take some work off of him. Maybe those physical running downs where it's maybe short yardage goal line, for example, Maybe that goes to Robinson now. And we already know that the passing downs in most cases will go, go toward McKissick. So I'm getting nervous about Antonio Gibson. He's 15th for me right now. I've got not only Aaron Jones ahead of him, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette moved up a lot for me in this draft. I think he'll be good. And David Montgomery ahead of Antonio Gibson. Why did you move Leonard Fournette up? Because I know they drafted Rashad White, and Rashad White might be their answer starting in 2023, but I think the Bucks like what they have in Fournette. They wouldn't have re-signed him otherwise, and I think he's going to be given that opportunity to be a workhorse running back. Um, I'm ready to call him a top-12 fantasy running back. I'm okay, believe it or not, taking him in late round two. What might end up happening is that even though I'm okay taking him in late round two, I think I can get him in early round three. So if I've got one of those late second round picks, Fournette will be kind of who I want, but I think he can slide to me in round three. It'll depend on who's drafting after me in round two. And so I'll try and fill another position there. That might be where I take Mark Andrews and then hope that Fournette falls to me in the third round. How many running backs, rookie running backs, pardon me, do you think will be drafted in the first 10 rounds? Put me down for five. Put me down for five. Hall obviously is going to be one. Walker's going to be two. Uh, Damian Pierce is currently three. James Cook close behind him at four. And especially with Mike Davis getting cut by the Falcons, Tyler Algier is going to be fifth. He could get in the mix. That's a physical running back who's kind of sort of in the Derrick Henry mold. That must be what Arthur Smith is looking for. We talked about that on Sunday's FFT. And I I think that Algier is definitely draft worthy. Round nine, 
I'd say, on Algier, who can end up being a pretty significant part of that Atlanta offense at this well, point. Well, where does Cordero Patterson factor in? I mean, when does he get drafted? I would take Patterson ahead of him. I look at Patterson right around maybe 90th overall, so that's a round eight pick. And you're hoping, if you take Patterson around eight, you're not really hurting yourself if he ends up flaming out. We're talking about an older player who had a breakout season in his ninth year playing a lot of running back. Maybe it would be smart for Atlanta to ease up on the running duties for him, play him more at wide receiver, but his he's going to be a running back in our system this year. So you can start him at running back. You get wide receiver potential out of him. So think about this for the Falcons. They can certainly still use him five, seven carries per game. But now they're going to roll out a formation where they've got Patterson, Pitts, London, Algier in the backfield, and Patterson can get fed targets that way as well. They certainly like him. They're probably just going to ease that workload as a running back off of him a little bit, uh, especially in a PPR league. I'm okay with him in that spot that I said, round eight. Not too much value in case he flames out. All right, more running back talk on the full-length Fantasy Football Today show. We will talk to you on Tuesday on that feed as well, uh, and we'll talk to you Wednesday on FFT and 5. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. See you later.